Welcome to Next in Health Podcast. I'm Jenny Colapetro, PwC's Vice Chair for Health Industries, working across pharmaceuticals, medtech, payers, and providers. And I'm Igor Belikronitsky, a principal with PwC Strategy End, where I help leading health organizations with their strategies and operating models. And today we're going to talk about what is next in health in 2023. To discuss this with us, we have Tom Bales, our health services sector leader, who has been in consulting for over 20 years, helping the leading health organizations improve their performance and transform. Welcome, Tom. Jenny and Igor, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Tom, you're out there every day talking to industry leaders about how to thrive in 2023 and beyond, despite all the uncertainty that we're seeing. And we're hoping that you will have a similar conversation with us and help us see what's next. So maybe just to set the stage at first, would you tell us what you see as the biggest issues that are impacting healthcare in 2023? Happy to. But I think before we address that, we have to think a little bit about what's coming into 2023 and coming off of 2022 and where we are. A year where we're seeing inflation, we are at the cusp of feeling far greater reimbursement pressure than we have in a while. We are seeing private equity and venture capital models, digital models that are innovating and working around some of our legacy health plans and health systems, carving out some of the value we see in healthcare. We are seeing a consumer market that's actually really starting to take shape. Consumers have more of a voice. They have more of an opportunity to go shop than what they've had in the past. We're seeing some of the control limits for risk in this industry expanding. And what I mean by that is the variability in risk that healthcare is experiencing from peak to trough is greater than it's ever been. We have chronic labor shortages. They've been persistent. Through COVID, they've been exacerbated. And as we come out on the other side, they're still with us. And then there's patterns of deals that are shaping healthcare that now have almost become repeatable. And they're almost predictable to some extent. Through these issues that have impacted us in 2022, we see the issues of 2023. And those issues being confronting affordability, the digital healthcare agenda, really incorporating digital into our whole business, not just functional. We see customer, consumer, member, patient attraction and retention, moving far further upstream. And how do we create brand loyalty with our members, patients, consumers, et cetera? Rethinking risk in different ways that it's no longer just the classic view of risk in healthcare, but actual full-on business risk. And then solving for clinical workforce and productivity. Everybody is very familiar with that. The question is, what do we really do about it? And then lastly, delivering deals value. During uncertain times, organizations have a number of different strategic postures to adopt. They can proceed as if it's business as usual. They can batten down the hatches and try to ride out the storm and postpone any big moves. Or they can lean in and be disruptive. Can you share a little bit about where you see companies going and any advice to our listeners on a particular position to take? So this is the crux of the question, Jenny, and I love the way you even asked that. So where do we see health plans and health systems going? And I think what we're trying to say here is we see organizations that as a sector are making moves for resilience, are making moves for recession readiness, are quote unquote weathering the storm, but that's not really the end game. The end game here is we have to do much more than just weather the storm. And I think that this is the year that when we start to look at these topics and we called it confronting affordability because it's something we've been talking about for a long time. 
And we know that many of our clients, that when they start to look at their costs, as an example, there's probably things that they can do that are going to get them to their sort of 10% cost reduction for the year, may get them a little bit back into the black. But they're going to be confronting a picture of the future here that is vastly different in five to six years. They're feeling competitive pressures, whether that be from physician aggregators, that be from much larger scale health organizations than we've ever seen in the history of the U.S., outside of the government, coming together that are going to force them to say, I can't just keep making incremental changes year to year. I have to look forward and say, what does five years from now look like? And how is it that I take action around convergence of technology, take action around how do I intersect with retail, take action around how do I think about my consumer and start to think about what will my value creating advantages in the future look like that are different than where I've been for the last 30 years. And I think what we're trying to say is in 2023, it's an opportunity to, yes, to shape and mold your business a little bit, but it's an opportunity to actually set a different kind of a destination here than where we've been. Tom, that's really helpful. And as I think about navigating through this year and kind of looking at the different instruments, the six that you've told us, affordability, digitization, customer risk, workforce and deals, what do they all have in common? Why is it about these six items? These six items in and of themselves, you look at them and they're chronic issues. They're issues that we have been as an industry trying to address the challenges of for a period of time. What we see that's going on around them, though, is we see different stakeholders, different legacy incumbents attacking them at different paces. And depending on which market you're in or whether or not you're a small health plan that's in a region or you're a national or your health system or you're a physician practice, you are feeling the pace of change around these issues differently. And probably what's most important to that is there are actually some innovators coming in around the edges of this system that are moving faster and they're creating greater pressure for those that are locked into a legacy business model than for those that are actually trying to figure out how they engineer something new. You know, I was at a conference recently and I won't say who this was, but for $150 a year, there is somebody that has come into primary care. They have over 40 touch points a year with every single patient that they have. And they do that for $150 and they meet all of their health needs through primary care. Well, when you start to set that kind of a threshold, that's an example of a complete rethinking of what is an engagement model? What does delivery of primary care look like? And how do you bring together differences in digital channels versus on-site care that it sets a different threshold? And that's the kind of the future that we need to be looking at grounded in what is really a chronic issue that we've been facing for a lot of years now. I love that example. And, and some of these items that, that you're describing, we have touched on in previous episodes of the podcast. We've talked about, for example, some of the workforce shortages and how those might be addressed more systemically. And I'm wondering if you would say a bit more about how to solve for greater affordability and the role that digital could play in that sort of continuing in this example that you started with. Absolutely. So affordability fundamentally and confronting affordability fundamentally has to be around disrupting costs. And in healthcare, we talk about the administrative costs and we talk about the medical costs. Well, the reality is, is also we live in a world today where those two things are coming together very quickly. It's not just value-based payments or value-based care, it's value-based collaboration. We have to 
as incumbents, think about reshaping and re-engineering our financial and business models. And if we don't, competitors and or startups or entrants that come from outside of healthcare are likely to beat us to this. We have to look at things very practically. We have far better insights on our workforce than what we have in the past. What can we do to simply help them in their work? Make life easier for them. Where are their pain points? Automation abounds today. And yet I will tell you, when you talk to the vast majority of our clients, there's a scarcity of automation that actually improves the life of the employee itself or themselves. Sourcing and partnerships. It is very clear that health is an ecosystem. It's an ecosystem where there are massive dependencies. If we didn't learn that during COVID, I'm not sure what else we learned. But we have to have strategies and we have to have approaches that leverage the best of what our U.S. and even global healthcare system have and can bring in at lower costs, faster capabilities, greater innovation that will address affordability and drive towards value. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate the double click on those two areas. I think that's really helpful. And I know we've double clicked on a couple other areas in previous episodes, and we'll continue to drill down into the others that you've mentioned. But you've mentioned several times now that most health organizations are not doing enough about these six issues. They're taking more of an incremental approach. But for you, what would it mean to do enough to make a big difference? Yeah. So, and I want to start off this with acknowledging that it's really easy to say, hey, let's do something big, big transformation in five years. Meanwhile, I've got beds to fill, claims to process, right? Members to enroll. And I understand that. I think part of what we're saying is, Every single investment that an organization makes is an opportunity to not just deliver against an investment to bring the latest technology, but it's an opportunity to piece those together in a way that by the time you chain together five, six, seven of them, you've actually landed in a different place than just the most recent implementation of a technology or the most recent workforce upskilling effort. But big bets and doing enough to me would be things like, can we set a goal around 50% lower delivery costs? What would our role as an organization, whether that be in a health plan or a health system or a physician organization, tech company be in delivering against that 50%? Can we think about what does it mean to eliminate the middlemen? We have all kinds of middlemen in U.S. healthcare, and many of them perform very important roles around helping with complexity, just you know, wayfinding, distribution, understanding efficacy, et cetera. But the reality is when we step back from that, if we were able to have simpler answers, simpler understanding, simpler processes, much of that could go away. They're solving for complexity that we have. How do we eliminate it? Things like, what would committing to a consumer across life look like? Myself, I don't know how many health plans I've been through in my career, but if somebody early in my life had said, for you, Tom Bales, we'll commit to supporting you across your whole health journey, you have to believe that that would lead to a different set of interventions in my life, how I think about health wellness, certainly probably more transparency in my own eating habits, et cetera. But it could be a very different kind of a relationship. And then lastly, as a health organization, what would be doing enough? Well, what if we were to really challenge ourselves? Take a community, take a geography, take a population and say, that population, we are going to increase their lifespan by five years. There's charitable organizations that have set big, audacious goals, things like eliminating homelessness within counties, things like significantly increasing children's education and access to books and literacy and literacy rates and things like that. What can we do to set bigger goals than what we have today that really, honestly, are just driving around the edges? 
That's fantastic, Tom. And these would be some major game-changing moves, whether it's to deliver dramatically lower cost of care or create greater simplicity, lifetime journeys for consumers and longer lifespans. Those could really be game-changing and a very inspirational message to hear. And as we bring this great conversation to a close, what are your kind of parting messages to the health leaders out there? And in particular, what are the kinds of things that they could do today, tomorrow to move down this path and be successful in 2023 and beyond? So first of all, I want to acknowledge it's not likely to be a smooth year for for many of our clients and for much of this industry. And there is a need to take care of base business, both to get through what we're going to go through, but to also to come out on the other side. But in that coming out on the other side, what they need to be doing is have a view of shaping a different business and being almost in a different kind of a business five, 10 years out than where they are today. You know, in the late fall, there was a paper that was circulating that suggested the largest companies in healthcare today were not going to be the largest companies in healthcare in the future. I think it raised some eyebrows, it raised some questions. It also raised, well, what really were the sources of value around the data, the insights, the consumer relationship, the engagements, the ability to massively stream data and integration that would be different and create a different kind of value going forward? And I think that's the question that regardless of who you are, you have to be asking and then build that into your investments that you're making today, into your business, into your talent, into the systems that you work with, I think those are the actions that you need to be taking. Tom, thank you for joining us today. We will link the report in the show notes and we encourage you to read it and to follow the speakers on social media. For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation, and care delivery changes, please subscribe to our podcast at pwc.com forward slash US forward slash next in health podcast, all one word. Until next time, this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC All Rights Reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.